So a gingerbread man and woman showed up. There's a reindeer here now as well. Those costumes are hot from what I hear. So you gotta be ready. It's an endurance sport. Well, man, that gingerbread man, he really brought his A game today. I mean, you're not gonna see- Well, you're not wrong. You're not gonna see a gingerbread man behave that way. We that's would a, be good that's elite, that's elite gingerbreading. That's right. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Nordy Pod. I'm Pete Nordstrom, president of Nordstrom and your host for this podcast. Join me as I take you on an honest, authentic journey through our company and introduce you to many of the fascinating people in my life, one episode at a time. In the spirit of the giving season, we've decided to use this episode to highlight two of our favorite community philanthropic outreach partners, Operation Warm and Shoes That Fit. First, we'll hear from Heather Conley, the Vice President of Partnerships at Operation Warm. Operation Warm, it's all about the new coat, right? And these kids having the opportunity to pick a coat that they choose, you know, that pride and ownership. We all know what it feels like to put something new on, a little, you know, confidence and swagger in our step. Then we'll catch some of the excitement at an Operation Warm distribution event with our very own field correspondent, Kent Worthington. Did you get a yeah. Do you love your coat? I very much love it. You it's like very it? cold outside today and I have soccer practice and this helps. This is the best day ever. Woo! After that, we'll hear from our second giving partner, Amy Fass, Executive Director and CEO at Shoes That Fit. Shoes are so basic to a kid's ability to play in PE, to how they feel about themselves, to feeling like they fit in. I mean, shoes are just, as Nordstrom knows, shoes are just a really big deal to kids. So we want them to have brand new name brand athletic shoes because we really believe these kids are our future and we want to give them something that is just really necessary for them. I also had the great pleasure of talking with loyal Nordstrom customer and contributor to Shoes That Fit, Kenji Morinaga. People don't realize like that donation, that meant so much for these kids who walked cement that is burning hot with holy shoes that get interrogated or embarrassed of other children because they may have what they don't have. And it just feels amazing. Like you don't feel like an outcast. This episode is just chock full of good feels and great people. And we really hope it brings a little extra warmth to your holiday season. So let's get into it. Okay, so today what we're trying to do on the Nordy Pod here is to shine a little bit of light on some work that we do behind the scenes, but that we believe, I think, reflects a lot about our culture and our values, and also something we're proud of in terms of how we connect with our communities and give back. So one of them is uh, something called Operation Warm, and we have Heather Conley here, who's the VP of Partnerships at Operation Warm. And so Heather, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Excited to be here. So I think it'd be great if you could describe for people really what your guys' mission is there at Operation Warm, and then we can get into how our partnership works together. I mean, I, I can tell you, we've been working with you guys, what is it, since 2018? Yeah. Well, between Nordstrom and our customers, who we invite to participate in this project, we've donated 
gosh, it looks like over $1 million and the delivery of over 72,000 coats to kids and local communities. So that's pretty great. And we're proud of that. And, and we're appreciative of your partnership. So anyway, tell us a little bit more about Operation Warm. Sure. Um, so Operation Warm was started 25 years ago by a gentleman named Dick Sanford. You know, living in the Philadelphia suburbs, Dick Sanford saw a group of children standing on a bus stop um, and they didn't have coats on. And he was like, how can it be that these kids don't have coats? And so in that first year, he bought them. Um, but then as the organization grew organically with his business savvy, he was like, if I, you know, manufacture these coats, I have, you know, the ability to control what the product looks like and to keep donation price low, which ultimately allowed, you know, us to serve more and more children and to go from 58 children you know, 25 years ago to serving over 650,000 children last year. Yeah, it's really a great story. So tell me about how it came to be that you guys started work with Nordstrom here in 2018 and, and what that partnership looks like. Yeah. So initially when Nordstrom reached out, it was a program specifically supporting the New York City community. And in that first year, we did one volunteer event together where uh, Nordstrom employees helped distribute coats to an entire school in New York City. And since then, the impact of our, our partnership has grown significantly. Yeah, I'll put a little context around that. So you mentioned we got started together uh, in 2018 in New York, and that's when we were entering the market. And I yeah. think, you know, for people's interest in how this works for us, we make a concerted effort to be connected to every community we serve. And what I mean by that is we just don't support everything out of Seattle about Seattle causes because we're a Seattle-based company. We have these right. stores in all these communities. And ultimately for us to be successful, I think we have to be viewed by the local people there as part of that community and in it with them and there for the long haul. So we try to, to find different partners to be able to go do that. The other thing is there's all kinds of philanthropic stuff we could do. And what we don't want to do is spread ourselves so thin that we're not able to make an impact. So several years ago, we really narrowed our focus on charitable giving to be much more about kids and families, health and welfare. And it's through that lens, I think, that you know we came to work with you guys, and it's how we create a level of focus so that we can make an impact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, the, we know how expensive, you know, it is to buy a coat for a family. So being able to, you know, provide that need or fill that need for the family, you know, alleviates one one pressure for the family. Um, and of course, that great alignment between what Nordstrom does and then Operation Warm, it's all about the new coat, right? And these kids having the opportunity to pick a coat that they choose. It's new. It's the color they like. You know, that pride and ownership. We all know what it feels like to put something new on, a little, you know, confidence and swagger in our step. And, you know, so there's just some great alignment there between what you speak to in terms of the values that Nordstrom has and, and the work that we're doing. Yeah, it's, it's interesting distinction because I think people might assume if we're doing something about coats, it's about people donating old coats or something like that, which is yeah. which is fine too, but this is different than sure. that. And I agree with you. There's there's obviously a sense of, of pride and everything that goes with, you know, having something new and what's similar 
between you and Operation Worm and the other uh, charity that we're going to be talking about in this episode, and that's Shoes That Fit. Yeah. They're getting new shoes. Um, yeah. So our thing is we're raising money. We are you know, seeding that. We have a, a, a check that we write, but we're also inviting customers as part of a, a feel-good holiday effort. It's like, hey, look it, you know, here's an opportunity for you to give some money too if you want to Operation Warm. Yeah. So maybe you can talk about just the dynamic of how that works. Yeah, so Nordstrom customers have the opportunity to get involved uh, with Operation Warm by buying a $10 gift tag in-store. They can also donate a dollar at the register and then there's an opportunity for giving at Nordstrom.com, where Operation Warm is really excited because this year in five uh, store locations, there will also be a, a display in the I think it's going to be in the children's section at Nordstrom with an Operation Warm Coat and a tag explaining what the partnership is all about. So that even, you know, brings more visibility and the opportunity for customers to get involved and be part of the story. You mentioned how that we started in New York, but I know for this year, yeah, we have five different delivery events. So we've got Atlanta, Chicago, Denver, New York and Seattle. And again, and all right. for elementary school children. Is that right? That's exactly right. And those are the volunteer opportunities where Nordstrom employees will be at the school helping us give the kids, letting them pick out their coat, having their name written in the coat. And I'll tell you, the Nordstrom events are some of my favorite because the events team really brings it. We They add a DJ to the event. Uh, they bring some extra things for the kids, hats and gloves. And so it's, it is just a festive celebration with a character. We had a, a reindeer and a snowman and, you know, the kids just love Love that it just you know it feels like they're shopping you know for a coat and we also the the Nordstrom team also added the holiday gift bag to the event which you know I mean I know as a Nordstrom customer it's always fun when you're shopping at the holidays to see what the holiday bag is going to be and the kids like the idea of getting ready you know having them pick out their Operation Warm coat and their goodies and then being able to put it in a shopping bag just really like makes the event even that more special for them. Can you talk a little bit about how you choose who will be the recipients of coats? I mean, do you go through a, a school or like how do you find what is really hitting the mark on someone that is super in need for something like this? Yeah, a couple of different ways. So um, when we're, you know, facilitating our corporate giving experiences, we're focused primarily on schools. And when we look at schools, we look at Title I schools with high free and reduced lunch percentages. So we, you know, we want to target a school that, you know, is in a situation where most of the kids in that school have need. And then every child in that school will receive a coat. There's no distinguishing between kids that get coats and kids don't. It's a gift. Everyone gets a coat. One of the things that's great about the Nordstrom team is that, you know, when we talk about partnership and we talk about collaboration, the Nordstrom team is clear in saying to us, we want you to fill the wishes that are at the highest need. Like, it's not about what we want to do. Of course, we want 
want to do these giving events in our communities where we live and work, but fill these wishes where you see fit. And that really allows Operation Warm to, to do what we need to do to meet the need. That's great. So just to remind customers how they you know, hopefully some people listen to this, think it's great and want to get involved. Customers can help by donating at checkout at any Nordstrom store. And 100% of every donation goes to providing coats to children. And just $25 provides one brand new coat for a kid in need. That's exactly right. Well, look at Heather, you're, you're a nice person. And I appreciate, first of all, the work you do and, and your willingness to come and talk about this. So, Thank you for partnering with Nordstrom. I'm, I'm anxious to see how this all goes on our end and, and, you know, how people feel about how that's all work and, and just to see how much of the impact we're able to make in the communities we serve. So thank you for partnering with us and thanks for being on the podcast today. Thanks so much for the opportunity. It was a pleasure. All right. So, Kent, thanks so much for taking on this correspondent assignment and talking to the folks there at Operation Warm and seeing actually what happens when we connect the spirit of intent around getting kids into these coats and actually making it happen with real kids. Yeah, I'm excited about going down there and, and uh, visiting the, uh, the event and giving some coats out. So we're down at Thorndike Elementary School. We're at the Operation Warm event where there's a bunch of kids that are gonna be getting brand new coats today. So this is super exciting. And um, we've got Grace here from PR. Hi, Grace. Hi, Ken. Should we go in and roam around in there and, and kind of see what's going on? Let's do it. So Grace, what do you know about this event? My personal history, this is my second year working one of these events and they're so much fun. We set up all these stations. We've got coats in every size for kids, I think K through sixth grade. And the kids come in all day. We, you know, set them up with a new coat in their favorite color, make sure it fits. And that way everybody at the school is ready for the winter months. They have what they need to stay warm and they're so excited to get their new coat. So we have so much fun just like hanging out, dancing with them. We've got a DJ and it's a really fun day. What are you guys working on here? We're laying out charms for the kids to decorate their coats. Oh, really? So they get to decorate their coats Yeah, they can as well? add a little personality to their coats. So what types of things do we have here? Can we you kind of describe some of these things? We have some flowers, some Disney characters. Oh, that's really cool. What are you guys doing here? What are, what are you working on? Um, we're organizing some gloves so that Sorry. the children can get a pair of gloves after they get their coat. And they get a yeah. they get a nice tote bag. They get to come through anything and pick nice out what they branded Nordstrom yeah. tote bag okay. to yeah, put all the of their new belongings in. Yeah. So these are the colors here: pink, purple, gray, yeah. light Black blue, and red. some multicolored ones. These look like great jackets. I mean, do you think there's a popular one here that you you think is going to be kind of the one that's gonna I imagine they all look the, pretty incredible they do I imagine the boys will love the Seattle blue all yeah the Seahawks thing yeah, yeah yeah but I'll let we'll have to see which ones go first yeah how many volunteers do you think are down here today from Nordstrom I think at least 50 50 people yeah yeah it's really awesome to see everybody well thanks for chatting of course
Hey, yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm Michael Croyle. I'm the principal at Thorndike Elementary School. That's awesome. So, so with the Operation Warm event, do, do the kids get excited? Do they know oh, what's happening? I was just up in the classrooms. I was up in a fifth grade classroom, and the kids were just jumping up and down, excited about getting jackets today. One of the things that the kids really appreciated, though, too, was your, the staff from Nordstrom's and from Operation Warm are really engaging with our students, which is really, uh, I feel we're very, we're very fortunate to have that level of support from the community. Incredible, I think it's amazing the work that you guys are doing and how you're helping others and particularly kids. So, thanks for taking the time. So it looks like the uh, kindergartners are coming in now and they're walking up to the tables here. Hi there. Any color you want. All right. Good choice. Thank you. You're so welcome. I like your jacket. You gotta try the coat test, okay? So I'm gonna zip it up and then you're gonna hug yourself. Can you hug yourself and then reach for the stars. Yes, very good. I think that's a perfect fit. What do you think? Should we go pick some gloves out? Okay, let's go. And Kent, what are you looking at right now? I'm looking at the gingerbread mascots. We've got two gingerbread men, a gingerbread man, a gingerbread woman. We've got a reindeer, and the kids are losing their minds. Yeah. This kid loves the gingerbread man. <laughs> it's so cute. I mean... That's it's like his 10th hug. Hey, what's your name? My name is Stephanie Siminski, and I'm Associate Director at Operation Warm. Tell us a little bit, Stephanie, about what this is all about and kind of what these types of events yeah. are. And today we're going to gift about 420 coats to every kid in the school today, right in time for the winter. And I know, because I've had the honor of coming to many Operation Warm events, I know the impact that it not only has to the children and the teachers, but the parents. I'm a parent, I have three young kids. It, it gives me chills. It is, it's hard for me to be able to provide my kids with what they need to come to school. And to be able to know you're sending your child to school and then they get to go outside and play with all their friends and they get to be part of the community and they're with their peers. They don't have to stay in because they don't have the warmth to go outside and play. So it is so much more than just a coat. It is so much more than that. And as a parent, that's why I love working with Operation Warm. <laughs> Um, Hi. So what's your name? I'm Stephanie Aragon and I go by Teacher Aragon here at Thorndike. So tell me a little bit about the kids today and, and the anticipation of coming down and yeah. kind of what, what the morning's been like. So we've had this on our class calendar for a few weeks so they know that it's coming up that today we get free coats with Operation Warm and they've been so excited. Um, it's been really, really cold lately and so they're really excited about getting free coats. When they came in from recess today, they showed me how cold their hands were. Do you have a lot of kids in your classes that don't have coats? Yes. Uh, a lot of my students don't have a coat that fits, don't have a coat that's warm enough, or gloves or things like that. So um, earlier in the year, Nordstrom came and supplied the students with shoes, and that was a big helper for having shoes that fit, that can keep their feet dry in the winter. And now this will really help prepare them for the winter because um, they walk to school in the morning, and this is just a big impact on their lives. So they're super excited. Well, you got to get back in there to, to yeah. see some of your kids get, get coats. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm very thankful for this. Hey guys, you guys excited? There's a lot of jackets left in there. 
What's your favorite? What's your favorite color? Mine is very light rose uh, pink and uh, periwinkle and uh, light medium rose. Well, I, I saw some of those colors in there. What's your favorite color? Light purple, like violet. Purple, like Mine's violet. Red. Mine's Yours purple. is red. Red and blue. Purple and teal. Purple and teal. Mic? That's great. It's a real mic. Yeah, and then I have a, a mic here. Hey, maybe on the way out I can chat with you and find out what color you got. Does that sound good? I'll be excited to see what you get. So some of the fun things I've heard, most kids want to twin with their friends, so they're getting matching gloves, which is so cute. Others want to see the whole rainbow. That's, and that's they're amazing. so excited. And they see the whole table, and they ask anything, any single one, and I say, any single one. <laughs> did you get a coat? Yeah. What color did you get? Pink. Did you get a coat too? Yes, I got a rosy pink color. How about you? Did you get the color you wanted? Yes. You excited about your new coat? Yes. And what kind of, what's that little thing there? What it's is a that? charm. It's a charm. What's a character? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. That's really great. How about you? Did you get a coat? Yes, my color is blue and it's my favorite color. Blue's your favorite color. Why is blue your favorite color? Because it's cool and it looks like the ocean. I like that answer. Did you get a new coat today? Yeah, I got blue and black. Were they giving some gloves away in there too? Yeah, I got dark blue gloves. Nice. Have you had a coat before? Yeah. Have you had a new coat before? No. No. How's that feel to have a new coat? Good. Good. Do you think you'll wear this coat or do you think you're going to wear your old coat? I'm going to wear this coat every day. Do you love your coat? Yeah, I love it. I very much love it. You it's like very it? cold outside today and I have soccer practice and this helps. This is the best day ever. Woo! Is this really your best day ever? Yeah, better than Christmas. This is better than Christmas. Wow. Anything else you want to say? Um, I wanted to thank Marcus and Rosie for the shoes and everyone who helped me with the jackets. I love it. That is so nice. Well, that's exciting. I'm glad you guys got new coats. You guys look all really great. I think the event's ending because they're packing up the tables right now. Bye, you guys. Great coats. Awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you guys. This was like such an amazing day. My face literally hurts. It hurts <laughs> from smiling all day. And I can tell like, I know you guys, all your faces hurt too. <laughs> I know they do, but it was, it was magical. And there's nothing like this, right? You guys came and made not just their day today. You made a special moment, a core memory in their life. And on behalf of all those kids and their parents and their teachers and everyone, thank you guys for all being here. It's, it really is special. Thank you so much. We appreciate you all. Are you cheering up? It's going to make me cheer up. Now we're going to turn our focus over to our second giving partner, Shoes That Fit, to help us better understand how they manage to supply quality shoes to children in need across the United States. We have Executive Director and CEO Amy Fass. So, Amy, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me, Pete. I'm thrilled.
So Amy, I think maybe the best way to start here is if you can talk a little bit about Shoes That Fit and what your mission is. Yeah, so Shoes That Fit is um, really a simple concept. We provide brand new athletic shoes to kids in low-income communities at their schools across the country. We're in all 50 states now, um, thanks to our relationship with Nordstrom that really helped launch us. Um, But we believe, I, I always say our secret sauce is we're really not about shoes, we're about the kids. And we want them to have something that most schools can't provide. It's, it's an often overlooked need. Shoes are so basic to a kid's ability to play in PE, um, to how they feel about themselves, to feeling like they fit in. I mean, shoes are just, as Nordstrom knows, shoes are just a really big deal to kids. So we want them to have brand new name brand athletic shoes because we really believe these kids are our future. And we want to give them something that is just really necessary for them. Yeah. So I want to put this in context for people a little bit. So we've been working together now for about 13 years. Is that right? Yeah. And as a result of that, we have donated more than 380,000 pairs of shoes to children in need. Do I have that stat right? You, You have that exactly correct. I mean, that's impactful. And I just want to tell you that our people here really love being a part of this. First of all, we view ourselves, you know, in our DNA as shoe sellers and all about shoes. And so it's a, it's a great fit from that point of view. But the fact that our people have been able to be connected to this and, you know, helping get the shoes to kids and then seeing the impact and the outcomes of this are the way our people come back from having engaged yes. with this. I know it does a lot for the kids. It does a ton for our esprit de corps and the morale of our team, knowing that, we, we can do something that has an immediate impact on the communities we serve. I think most people want to make a difference. And you just, you know, you look at all the needs in the world and it's hard to know where to start. And I think this is just such a concrete example. And when your employees, Jamie was there at the last one we did in Seattle, when they see the way kids react, kids who need shoes, when they put on that pair of Nikes, they stand up and start running around. They're talking about how fast they can be. They talk about how, what this is going to mean to their parents. Families that are struggling, the kids know, and they know the burden that it feels to parents. And shoes are one of the most expensive items that families have to provide. So I think just being able to do something so concrete and simple that makes an immediate difference, but then looking at the impact on this across all of your stores and all the communities that are being helped, it's really powerful. Yeah, so talk about the brand partners that we've worked with to help uh, bring shoes to, to these kids. I know Nike's been a part of it, but I think we've had, had, we've had other brands over the years that have been it part of it too. It actually started with New Balance. Um, they were the okay. first partner, and I think the first year um, started small, helped about 11,000 kids. This year, you guys are actually helping 50,000 kids through Nike. It's our largest year ever. And our, our sweet spot is, we ensure that these shoes are going to fit kids. So we send out size runs. We make sure they get what they need. I don't care if I have to go buy an extra pair from some, you know, we've had to get size 18 shoes specially made. For a kid? Like an adult 18? Oh yeah. No, we actually are working with a girl right now who- um, That's a big kid. 22, but that's a whole nother story. (laughs) Yeah. A whole nother story, but that's our thing. If we measure that child, they're going to get shoes that fit. I don't care what we have to do. So how do you identify kids that are going to get the shoes? I got to imagine that's not easy. I mean, there's obviously there's a lot of need out there, but how can you surgically get to the kids in most need and and create a fair way for kids to have access to this? Yeah, so we do not work directly with families. We work through schools, sometimes other qualified nonprofits, but they are the ones who identify kids most in need. So many of our deliveries, the most of them, we're not serving a whole school. We're going in and telling the school, okay, how many kids do you have who are missing school? If it's a small group of kids getting shoes, it's done very privately. Sometimes they think it's the teachers 
who have given them the shoes, which we think is just great. It really bonds the yeah. families to the school. If we're doing a whole school delivery, then it's just a big party. But we go to very low income communities, uh, usually Title I schools, and then we help the entire school, which is really fun. We never talk about need with the kids. It's always celebrating them, empowering them, giving them what they need. And this is something that we, you know, we tell the kids, say, listen, when you show up, good things happen. And I do think there's something about um, kind of connecting people. You know, we hearing that there are 12 million kids in poverty is just stunning. But you wouldn't look at the U.S. from where we sit and really realize that. And I think connecting people, letting these kids know that there's a bigger community that cares about them. But then also taking people, you know, like us who don't see this every day of our lives, walking into these schools and, and seeing these kids who really are our future. Um, they really are. And they're, they're great kids. And we need to give them everything they need to succeed. You know what I think is really cool about I mean, there's existential need, but what you're tapping into in terms of giving kids a, a source of confidence or pride yeah. or whatever that comes from the fact that they're getting brand new shoes yep. and they're they're getting cool shoes i mean they're from the best brands in the world they're getting these shoes so it's not just like oh i guess i'm getting some hand-me-down or some old rejects or nope. shoes i mean the fact that there's something brand new happening there is really amazing. We've had kids who wouldn't open their boxes. They just hold the box because they've never had a new box of anything before. I mean, it's really, you will laugh so hard at these events. You might cry a little. I mean, it's, it can be kind of emotional, but you're right. It's, it's giving them the best and telling them that we believe you deserve the best. Yeah. I think that's a really powerful statement. I love it. You know, one of the things that I think is helpful for both customers and our employees that get engaged with this is to connect it to a real story about some a real person and, and how this has made an impact with them. You've been doing this for a while. Is there a story that stands out to you, Amy? Oh, there are a couple. Um, one is about a little boy who um, was... He was here in Southern California. This was a couple of years ago, but he um, was missing school a lot, a big truancy problem. And the principal found him outside. The parents were dropping him off at school, but he just wasn't coming in. Principal found him outside in the bushes one day, and he was wearing those pink plastic kind of jelly shoes. You know what I mean? That yes. girl saw, yeah. And he was humiliated. He was being bullied. He was just really embarrassed. So he was skipping school whenever he could. Because it was local, we were able to get him a pair of shoes right away. Um, and the principal told us later that he did not miss another day of school that year. I thought that was powerful. We that had another one, I'm just thinking a, from a Seattle delivery this year. Um, I was talking to a man who worked with special ed kids. And um, there's a boy who came in who looked really unhappy and got him a pair of shoes. And I was talking to this man. He goes, well, that's my grandson. He said he's had a really hard life. Um, his parents are around right now. Um, he said, you may not see it on his face, but you have no idea, you know, what a difference this makes. You know, we just kind of need the whole community to surround this kid. And so he posed with his grandfather for me. We took a picture of him and he actually smiled because this kid had looked very unhappy. But it was just it's really neat for me to see this grandfather who chose to work in the school because he wanted to keep an eye on this kid. Very troubled kid, you could tell. Um, but the smile and seeing him hugging his grandpa, which he said didn't happen very often, I just thought was really just really neat. I love it. That's great. Hey, look, Amy, you're super nice to spend this time with me and, and talk about the mission. And uh, thank you for your partnership. And congratulations on all the success you've had with Shoes That Fit. It's thank really you. a sensational program. Thank you. And thank you for your partnership. And um, we've, we've accomplished a lot together. And I look forward to what what's coming in the future.
All right, as part of our episode here about our philanthropic efforts and highlighting some of the things we do, we thought it might be interesting to see if there's a customer angle to this too. And as you've heard us talk about our programs and how we work on this, we do try to get customers involved if it's something that they're interested in. And so in this case, we have Kenji Morinaga, who's a customer of ours at our Santa Anita store down in the LA area. First of all, nice to meet you. Thanks for agreeing to do this. Yeah, no, definitely. So, um, you know, I want to learn from you, Kenji, about this, but you learned about our Shoes That Fit program and you ended up getting engaged and involved. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it was funny because I've always kind of looked for, you know, the private foundation to get myself involved with to help out children, right? And, you know, one day, you know, one of the representatives from Nordstrom's came up to me and said, hey, would you like to, you know, make a donation to Shoes That Fit? And I'm like, okay, what is this about? And I've always been like, you see all these other, you know, donations and, and programs out there that, you know, you get to know, donate to, but they're like in different countries. And I'm like, I like to see something donated to a country we live in, right? It, well, it's nice to see the impact of the, the effort that you're making, that's for sure. Yeah, and so when, when they had told me the donations will go directly to here where I live, like literally in the same city, I'm like, really? That's so amazing. And I'd never heard of a donation uh, or a program where I can donate money for kids for shoes. But it, it was amazing to me because it hit home for me because I came from, you know, a poor environment and many different struggles in my life. I've been through so many trials and tribulations in my life that you'll get bored with me if I told you how many. You well, know? no, so, but, you know, I think that's interesting to the extent you're comfortable talking about. It, give us a little bit of an idea about your background and why the Shoes That Fit program resonated with you so personally. You know, of course, you know, we, we grew up in a, you know, kind of a tough neighborhood. And so my mom was the owner, so sole supporter. She was not educated. And so she had many struggles and so forth. And, you know, we, we were lucky to have food. You know, I mean, I'd come home hungry and there'd be a tomato. It's like the tomato of the refrigerator. You know, that was it. And so, you know, going to school was, was great because we get these great little tickets to get breakfast and lunch. It was amazing. So, you know, going to school in, in kindergarten, you know, I, I remember like, walking in heat and I'm like, damn, my feet burn, right? And it's like, you look at the bottom of your shoes, like, oh my God, there's so many holes. And then when it would rain, you know, walking to school and I'd be like, God, it's so cold in here. My socks are all wet. So we didn't get like shoes every week or once a month. It was like shoes until they literally, you couldn't fit in them anymore. So you either couldn't fit in them or or your feet would just fall out of them. Those were our shoes. So what brought you to the place where you felt like, wow, I'm, I'm doing well for myself and that's great, but that you've obviously, but you've got this thing in you that makes you want to give back too. So talk about how that is for you, that giving back to your community is an important thing for you. You know, I mean, it's always more than just money for me. You know, money is not like, money to me is like nothing. It's, it's about what I can do for others. That's just me. You know, what I can do to somebody who's down and out, who this certain thing that you do from brightens their day or brightens their light or gives them something to look forward to in this world. It's just, it's difficult. I, 
I just want to make sure that children who have a place in this world who come in, they see a light after so much abuse in their life that somebody can help them. Mm-hmm. So Kenji, have you actually been able to see the outcome of your efforts here and as a result of how it's made kids feel and actually been able to make that connection between your gift and what's happening with the kids? Yeah, the first year that I, I got involved, it was on, I think it was on Channel 7 or Channel 5, it was on the news. And they talked about it and I thought that was great. And all these kids, you know, they're all happy and people don't realize like that donation, that meant so much for these kids who walk the, that cement that is burning hot with holy shoes that get interrogated or embarrassed of other children because they may have and they don't have, you know, and it, it just builds so much confidence in them. And it, it feels good to, to wear some shoes that, you know, you don't have no holes or your, your shoestrings are, are no longer there or, you know, your rubber's all worn out, you know, and it just feels amazing. Like you feel, you don't feel like an outcast. Yeah, you know, it's one of the things that we do internally here is our people on our team get to go do that program. We have all these shoes and they go to the schools and they fit the kids in the shoes. And I'm telling you, everyone that does that comes back just feeling so good about the impact that they're able to make it warms my heart and makes me feel great. I mean, we, you know, we interact with customers and oftentimes it's because we've done something wrong and screwed up. And so you don't, you get, you don't get to see always what the customers are all about. And when you get a chance to hear from someone like yourself and the things that we're doing and, and how it creates a, a personal connection, you know, we're a retailer selling stuff and you're a customer, but if we're doing things that help enable you to fulfill dreams and ambitions you have. And in this case, you know, giving back the community, then that just makes me feel great that we're able to do that. So I I just want to thank you for being a part of this and and giving back. And it's such an illustrative point about the good it does provide and the impact that it makes for our communities. Yeah. It it just hits home for me on this shoe thing. And and I, I thank you guys for even introducing me to this program to help children to at least get some shoes. All right. Hey, Kenji, thanks so much. It's great to meet you. Thanks for being our customer and thanks for participating with us in Shoes That Fit. Well, you're welcome. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Well, that's the show. And actually, that's it for the year. We really hope you've been enjoying the show. We've really enjoyed making it and we hope you keep listening. The easiest way to do that is to subscribe to the Nordy Pod wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please take a minute to give us a like, a share, and a review so other people can find this thing too. For more information about the show, head to nordstrom.com slash nordypodcast or follow us on our Instagram page at the Nordy Pod to stay up to date on new episodes, announcements, and more. We'd also really like to hear about your experience with Nordstrom. So if you have a story about how you've received great service or even bad service, send us an email to nordypodcast at nordstrom.com. You can even give us a call and leave a voicemail. And you may just get a chance to talk with me personally on a future episode of the show. That number is 206-594-0526. So don't be shy. Drop us a line and be part of the Nordypod. And make sure to tune in next time as we take a little trip down memory lane and listen to some of our favorite Nordy Pod moments from 2023. So join us next time on the Nordy Pod. Nordy Pod.